0: This is the 77 WABC mini cast. So, what the heck is going on? We saw the Mayorkas impeachment vote. Well, it did not go through. Uh, all the stuff over the border bill. And joining us is one of the smartest guys we know who can sort it all out. Is the former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. Newt, it's great to have you here. First of all, your thoughts. About what happened with the Mayorkas vote last night. Uh, it was 24, uh, 214 to 216. Why did they even put it up for a vote? It's crazy. It's crazy. What happened? I was told that
1: they thought there would be one Democrat hmm. who was missing. Hmm. And he came in literally uh, in a wheelchair uh, straight from the sickbed. And that meant they would be tied because they knew they had four Republicans who were no. Um, So what they did is they switched one of the yeses to no, because if it was lost on a tie, it would be permanently gone. But by losing the way it did, they're now in a position where they can literally bring it back up when they have the votes. And that's where, for example, uh, next week's uh, special election in New York is so important, Mm -hmm. because if the Republicans win Mm -hmm. that, uh, they will then have – The one extra vote when they win Speaker McCarthy's seat in California, which is a very Republican seat, uh, they'll have a vote. I mean, presently, they'll get to Mayorkas uh, and and we'll be able to impeach him. Uh, Okay, I think that when you are trying to operate with a one or two vote margin, uh, it is just very hard to get anything done.
0: Yeah, no, this Uh, is this is Pete King. One thing among others, and I really remember when you were the Speaker, I don't think we ever lost a vote on the House floor. I mean, you wouldn't bring it up unless you knew the votes were there. And I guess it was Al Green came out of the hospital, yeah. and Steve Scalise couldn't make it from the hospital. But still, uh, that's that's a, a big chance to take, unless you know you have the votes.
1: Well, they thought they did, and if Green had not made it, they would have had the votes. And, and look, he's operating, Johnson, Speaker Johnson, yeah. is operating on a one- or two-vote margin, which is the narrowest, margin in history. Uh, I was operating, really, I had a 230, and I had uh 236. So I was operating with a large enough margin that you could have oh. a fairly significant number of people go off the reservation, and you still had an absolute majority. So, Mr. Speaker. Uh, I think his job is much harder than mine was.
0: No, I agree. I, I think Mike Johnson is going to do the best job he can. Also, I think you emphasize the importance of next week's election with Mazie mm-hmm. pell how yeah. important it is that she win that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think if she she wins that, the signal that'll send to have uh, somebody who is solid on immigration, solid on on crime, solid on on, uh, bringing down taxes and fighting against big government, uh, she'll just make an enormous difference in the House. Uh,
0: And I think that that makes it a remarkably important election. You know, Mute. I'm curious, what are your thoughts about the ones who voted against it, um, the original three. And it was McClintock from California. It was um, obviously Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin and Ken Buck. Um, Gallagher was surprising because he came out yesterday morning and said he wasn't going to vote for it. Uh, y- your thoughts about that?
1: Well, I, I, I think each of them has their own unique reason. Uh, look, I was Despite my reputation, I was a pretty soft speaker in the sense that you're elected by your district to Mm -hmm. exercise your conscience and your best judgment. And my job is to talk you into a position I hold not to go out and try to pressure you or threaten you, you know, or or for that matter, try to bribe you with goodies. And so uh, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of patience, a lot of toleration to do it that way but I think it makes for a much healthier country if you approach things in in that kind of a
0: model. So Mr. Speaker, it's Steve Moore. Good to be with you. So um, look, I I'm, I'm against this border bill. I just think it's so bad.
1: And you know, this and American people know it, that the person who's responsible for this out of control border and the chaos and the mayhem is Joe Biden. And, why they would want to cut a deal with Joe Biden and spend all this money when Joe Biden has the authority to do all these things himself if he if he actually wanted to control the border. I know I'm telling you everything you already know. I just think that the Republican strategy of negos- trying to negotiate with the Democratic Party that has zero interest in controlling the border. I mean, we didn't have a border crisis when Donald Trump was president. It's that simple. Look, I, I actually... Um, just uh, taped for this weekend a podcast with uh, senator tuberville who of course was a, a national championship uh, football coach at Auburn right he understands being right. tough and neither one of us can figure out how these guys talk themselves into yeah. doing something Crazy. that is just, is' just stupid yeah yes. uh, I mean uh, and you know what the fact is that and I'm, I'm writing a piece for the New York Sun about this mm-hmm. because it also relates to to Romney's a so-called Deficit Reduction Commission. (laughs) Yeah. Anytime you try to get a bipartisan agreement with the Democrats, you are going to get ripped off because their interests are so radically different than ours. On the other hand, if you have an agreement with the American people and the American people pressure the Democrats to be with you, then you can get a pretty good deal. But you never get a good deal. If you start by trying to work with the Democrats, because it's not in their interest to work with you. No, it seems like the Democrats never lose a vote. They never lose. a. Nobody deviates from saluting the
0: captain of the ship, Pelosi or Hakeem. Yeah, they vote in lockstep. Well,
1: remember, the, the Democratic Party's great model was Tammany Hall, which was founded way back about 1794. And basically, it's a swap of money for power. So what you have is a party which which is very clear about who it is. They're on the left. They love big government. They want your money. They love spending your money. uh, And they are fully prepared to punish anybody who gets out of line. Now, that's pretty formidable. And I think you have to start with understanding they're essentially a muskox party. They love getting together. They love being in a herd. I, I want to ask uh, uh, Kurt Russell why it was so hard to get conservatives together in Hollywood when you have all these liberals who get together all the time. And he said, look, people who are, are conservative in Hollywood, because they don't want to go to meetings. <laughs> <laughs> he said, so if I wanted to go to meetings, I would, I would become, you know, a liberal. And I thought hey, at that point that kind of broke that for me. And
0: I began to realize how that game got played. And uh, Judge Weinberg, you had a quick question for him. Mr. Speaker, I
1: just want to point out that Kurt Russell was the star of Escape from New York. So what are we going to do to save New York when we have a new administration next year? Well, I was very encouraged when President Trump, uh, the night of the Iowa caucus, talked at length about rebuilding America's cities, including working with uh, the Democrats who are in charge of the cities uh, and trying to actually apply sound policy, starting, frankly, with uh, ending illegal immigration, locking up criminals, uh, really adopting new policies that that are pro-police and pro-safety, and then adopting the kind of tax cuts uh, and the kind of regulatory cuts that make it easy to create jobs. And finally, having school choice so everybody can go to a school that actually succeeds. Uh, I'm hoping that once we get past the next couple of weeks and it's clear that he is the nominee, I'm hoping that he will literally go on a tour of America's great cities and, and makes major speeches in New York and Chicago and Detroit and Philadelphia talking about how a Trump administration would rebuild the cities. Cause I think, I think people are desperate for that kind of leadership. Yeah, absolutely. The yeah, country for sure. needs leadership and uh, uh, who gets credit. Last question, new, cause I got to move on to a, a break who gets credit for shooting down the, 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 the bad border bill. Is it Mike Johnson, or is it uh, uh, the, the senators that were that were telling uh, Mitch oh. McConnell that he's crazy? No, I think it was a combination of, of um, Mike Johnson and Donald Trump. I think the okay. two of them killed the bill. And it's one of the places where, frankly, Johnson deserves more credit than he's getting because he actually did what he had to do. Yeah, and right move.
0: I agree with you. Newt, thank you very much. It's great to have you here. Great to be with you.
1: Thank you. you, you. Thanks, Newt.